You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. I know you'll be alright Even when times get hard And you feel like you're in the dark You will see just how beautiful life can be when you soften your heart you can finally start to live your truthiest life hey everybody welcome back to the truthiest life this week's episode i'm bringing in margaret one of my dear friends who's fighting cancer And this episode needs a little pre-explanation. The information in this upcoming podcast is for information purposes. It is not intended to substitute professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. And I truly mean that. My job as a host is to bring people on who I think live really authentically and true to themselves. And that is 100% Margaret. I will never filter what people say, but I also need to be responsible to the best of my knowledge, especially when dealing with topics like health, cancer, and any other life threatening condition. So today we have Margaret on who is thriving and fighting cancer by taking an alternative approach. Margaret is very confident being herself. She admits on this episode to being a strong person, an opinionated one, and also an extreme one in her actions. She's truly connected to a deep knowing and it's something that I truly respect within her in a world that I know might not support every decision that she makes. In this episode, Margaret shares details of the alternative healing modalities that she partook and partakes in. However, she does not share all of the details. So take everything with a grain of salt. Don't try to emulate it. Don't send somebody this podcast and say, this is what you should do, but rather hopefully just listen with open ears, knowing that there are alternative options out there. There are alternative healing modalities that work in tangent with traditional healing modalities, and that healthcare is not a one-stop shop. You have a choice in who you see as a doctor, what your medication path looks like, what your treatment plan is for anything. That's truly something that I'm very passionate about. I think too often as patients, we lie on our back, take what our doctors say at face value, don't do any other research. We need to do research. We need to check in with ourselves and we need to say what is going to be best for me given all the information that is available to me. Margaret's spirit for fighting cancer is one that I've never seen before. That's what inspired me to bring her on. Her strength is hopefully what's contagious in this episode for anyone that's in that dark place and doesn't know how they can, you know, be a mother, be a business owner. Like how how can we continue doing it all while fighting while she is here doing it every day, most of the time with a smile on her face and then also with tears running down her face. Both are acceptable. 
Again, a lot of her choices are not necessarily going to be the right choices for everybody, but I hope that you and me can listen, respect, and appreciate Margaret for who she is, for being brave to go in a different direction and for doing things the way that feel right for her. She is no dummy, that's for sure. She is truly one of the best people that I know. So can't wait to jump into this episode with you. Grab a box of tissues, you'll need them. And I hope you really open your mind, heart, and soul when listening to this episode. See you here next week. Welcome, Margaret, to The Truthiest Life. Thank you, happy to be here. This is an exciting one for our listeners because me and Margaret are in person and most of these episodes actually happen virtually for me. So it's in person, it's with somebody really special and Margaret's really nervous. So let's all tell Margaret to calm down. (laughs) I don't know how you can be nervous. I've heard you speak in front of like a room full of people before. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Once I get like put on the spot, I, I don't know. (laughs) okay well you describe yourself as a goofball right certainly so be that person that's what the truthiest life is about (laughs) even though we're going to be talking about like more serious things today yeah I'm excited so right when you sat down here you said that yesterday you had a really inspirational day what does an inspirational day look like for you I go about my day kind of like your usual mom business owner and I forget a lot about things that have happened to me but I keep on going and doing the things that I have to do because that's what, you know, that's what a mom, that's what a business owner does. And every so often I'm interrupted by somebody who gives me a call to say, somebody needs your help. Or, hey, do you have five, that was, that was the call yesterday. The call was, do you have five minutes? Like, do you have some time? And my immediate reaction is like, no, I never have time. But I didn't know what it is that they wanted. And then she was like, somebody's dealing with something and they need your help. And I was like, yeah, I have time. Like, this is why, this is why I'm here, you know? So uh, a gentleman called me a little later and we were on the phone for an hour. And at the end, I mean, if we got to anything, it was that he told me that I empowered him to ask questions and he was inspired by my confidence, even though, you know, I guess the confidence of like not being confident at all, <laughs> if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was inspirational. 10 minutes later, a woman ran into the store and was like, I have to go, you don't know me, I know you, thank you for helping me. And I was just in awe and she ran out, I only got her name. You said that she said that she like, you saved her life yeah. emotionally. Yeah, I saved her life. Like I, it, I got her through her hardest times. And that's like hardest times, like that, the things that people go through upon like initial diagnosis, I think I was put here to help people not live the pain that I lived through. So what makes you a really unique guest is that a lot of our guests come on and they have gone through something. It was a moment in time where they've gone through something difficult. Um, Our first guest ever was close to murdered and it was a five minute event in her life, right? But that was her shaping moment, five minutes long. Obviously that was an especially traumatic one and intense, right? Some people go through addiction or, or whatever the difficult thing is, but like by the time they show up to talk to me, it is behind them and it is filed away and it is like neatly put into a place of like, I understand it, or even if I don't understand it, it's like behind me. Whereas you are every single day still living through this, I don't know, I'm going to call it a nightmare. Yeah. I wouldn't call it a nightmare though, but yes, we can talk about it. <laughs> there are moments that are nightmarish. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Reading through your Instagram, even, you know, just taking a moment before this to just like think about the things that you've shared because previously you've shared on your personal page deep moments about the process which is why that woman you know said you saved her life you know having to explain to your children that you're going to Arizona for treatment or however you explain that like that's the nightmare right like the juggling of being a mom a business owner fighting cancer getting updates you know on the daily that 
your adrenaline, I don't know, like you open envelopes all the time that reveal information, I feel like. Since I've known you, it's like, oh, I just got this information, this information. I feel like every time I see you, I'm like, well, I just did this blood work and I have this test tomorrow and, you know, this is the new thing I'm doing. Yeah. And yet, every time she sees me, just for everybody listening, like she's also blowing up balloons for the birthday party. She has a big (laughs) smile on her face. You're dressed in a way that's really like expressive of yourself and... I don't want people to like who don't know you to not properly envision you because when we see you, we don't see a sick person. I think that's how you like it. That's how I want it. Right. Never walk into a an oncologist's office or an appointment looking like you belong there. Why? Because you philosophy? don't. Because because you don't like. If you wake up in the morning and you feel like your best self, then why not express that? And right. What if you don't feel like your best self as some oncology? And I'm still. not one to mask how you feel. Like I'm not like, oh, hide it, you know. But it doesn't hurt to throw on some lipstick, make yourself feel beautiful, mm-hmm. and walk into that office feeling confident and understanding that no matter the circumstances, right? Because once you get to the point, I guess, of somewhat of where I'm at, no matter the circumstances, you're ready for it, right? So if it's bad you're ready for it. You're not going anywhere anytime soon. You know, I'm, I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. And if it's good, oh, hell yeah, I just like succeeded and let's go celebrate, you know? Mm-hmm. But you're not I'm, not, I'm not altered. I'm not swayed. So I'm going to walk in there with confidence mm-hmm. most of the time with lipstick on because somehow that makes you feel better, you know? It does. And uh, like in, in that sense, like you don't belong, you know? Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm comfortable inside and out. Mm-hmm. So just to settle into today before we kind of get into the chronological order of the last couple of years of your life. How are you today? Today I'm good. I'm good. What happened this morning? My little one didn't want me to leave the house. You have two little ones. I have two little ones. So the little, little one, the two-year-old didn't want me to leave the house. He woke up at 5 a.m. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. Woke up at 5 a.m. And then he's a goofball too, just like me. I can't take it. So like I brought him to my bed. I think he had a nightmare and he's trying to poke my eyes out. He's like, mommy eyes. And he's poking <laughs> my eyes and I'm like, roll over right now. It's too early. But that was my morning. So I'm gratitude all around. I brought balloons to some friends. I saw my father this morning. You've had a busy day. It's only like 12 o'clock. Yeah. Here. It's, it's 1.30, but whatever. That's, that's what we think. <laughs> Same thing. But yeah, that was my morning. Good day. So you fill your days with the people you love and work. Lots of work. Lots of work. But like I don't see my work as being something that like I love to work. Like it's always been my personality. But if you if you I guess if you meet me, I'm like a million miles. A lot of miles an hour she goes. I I go fast. I move fast. I think fast. I'm constantly on the go. I like it. And I never, especially having the knowledge that I have and the type of business that I have, I love to talk about what it is I learn and express those things so that other people can learn. And I'll sit around work all day long, clapping my hands at this feeling of I've done it and this is my success story. Mm-hmm. Okay, so real quick, the work is how we met. Yeah. Margaret opened a business in the town that I live in. She doesn't live in this town, but she started her, brought a, her business here. Yeah. What's your business? So it's called Oh My Goodness. It is a, we call it a wellness center for kids. And what that looks like is essentially, if you could imagine a wellness center for adults, uh, you would go there, you would do yoga, there'd be some type of nutrition you know, plan implemented, you would have uh, advisors there, you would probably do some um, infrared saunas, take care of yourself, salt cave, right? Just imagine wellness for adults, right? But children don't, wouldn't want to go there. They wouldn't want to be there. They wouldn't want to step foot there. So what we try to do is we try to make healthy fun for them by we have a play space. We have an organic cafe. We make everything fun. We do classes. So it's, it's a welcoming space for children. It's like a one-stop shop for a parent to come. They could enjoy a coffee as well while their kid is playing and participating in something that is absolutely good for them. I love it. And obviously, this was like the most amazing thing for me. It opened right when I had a baby. And it was like I, I manifested it, I like to say, because she has a second location. And when I was pregnant, I found your second location, which is like 45 minutes away from here. And I was like, okay, somehow I'm going to make it here because I know that there's going to be people that I'm going to vibe with and this, like, who are going to go to this thing and do baby yoga and kid, you know, all the stuff that I am obviously interested in. And then I looked to my right in my town and it was like oh my goodness is coming here and little did I know that I would be not just have an amazing space but meet Margaret and her sister Nina who are two incredible additions to my life so I I think you came here for me I, I maybe 
Yeah, well, maybe. I mean, we're, we're here for each other. <laughs> we're here for each other. Yeah, no, I, I'm literally on my way to, oh my goodness, for the first time, I was on the phone with my best friend. And they're like, where, where are you going? And I'm like, I'm going to this new place that opened and I'm going to go meet my best friends. And literally didn't even know who it was that owned it, but just knew like something magical is going to happen. And little did I know I'd, I'd meet you. So, oh my goodness is absolutely incredible. Um, you've Thank probably you. seen me post about it online. And if anybody is listening that's in like the Long Island, New York area, definitely come check it out because I I try to talk about it as much as I can because when you know somebody, whether they're fighting something or not, it's so important to support local business owners and remember that there's people behind them, behind them, like whether, whether you're going through what you're going through or not, every person's going through something, right? Absolutely. And people are really like, the customer is always right. Like that mentality I feel like has kind of made people very- Super heightened. (laughs) <laughs> yes, it, it, it has made people feel very entitled, though, in spaces that they're not entitled to. It's very hard to be a brick-and-mortar business. Oh, it's very, very, very hard. And nobody really understands, I mean, as far as even, I mean, you call, you email, you DM, you, any modality of communication, you're speaking to me, mm-hmm. and we right. have two locations. You're either speaking to me or you're speaking to my sister, Nina. Yeah, And, and people don't realize that when mm-hmm. they call. To the point where it's like, yeah, I don't mind. Come hang out with us, you know? Small businesses need definitely a lot of support, for sure. So I'm excited that people get to kind of like remember that there's a person behind it who's going through something, whether it's something like this, something at home, dealing with their own mental illness. And just remember that, you know, business owners are people too juggling millions of things, not just their businesses. A million. Not just their businesses, (laughs) right? Okay, so let's go in kind of chronological order here because your health story is not just you got breast cancer and you're still fighting it. There are layers to this story. So when does it begin? Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot so let's go in kind of chronological order here because your health story is not just you got breast cancer and you're still fighting it. There are layers to this story. So when does it begin? If you're comfortable. Of yeah, course. no, I mean, this Being... is this is what I do. I, I mean, this is this is what I love to do. I guess the story begins like it goes beyond me. So my father-in-law was diagnosed April 20, no, yeah, 2018 with stage four for small cell bladder cancer. My father was diagnosed May 2018 with stage one prostate cancer. I know you're big on intuition and like, you know, things happen for a reason. So my son at that time was two and a half and he started getting vertigo in June of 2018. Okay. So like all those things were going on already with our immediate families on both sides, my husband and myself. And June, my son started getting vertigo. And he would get all dizzy and just pass out. Got to the point where we had to go to the hospital. And 
what had happened was we had to, we were supposed to go to Greece because so many people getting married and baptisms and forget about, we had, we had travel plans and we delayed it all. We delayed it all. And the morning of the, the first flight that we canceled for me to go, I yawned, like I stretched, I yawned and I, and I rubbed my chest and I felt it. And it felt like a knuckle sticking out from the top of my right chest. Like out of nowhere, a knuckle. Out of nowhere. And so, I mean, like, I know I was, I'm definitely not the person I was like I'm totally different now my first reaction was this is this is it like I know this is cancer because of what what we've been through already you know like the third one's a charm Mm -hmm. I immediately got appointments it was I think it was a Saturday that Monday Tuesday Wednesday I had done the all the appointments by Friday we had rescheduled our tickets to go to our to go to you know on on our travel plans and I got a phone call backing up though my son actually had nothing there was not. We did an EEG with EE on his brain, uh-huh. and he had absolutely nothing wrong. So, so what was we, that about? Just got because you stayed. I imagine I wasn't around. Right. Imagine I waited. It was my son sort of telling me, "Hey, yeah, slow down, L- look in, feel yourself." It turned out he had nothing, and never again had vertigo. If I tell you between between June and July twenty seventh. 27, 28. Oh my God, good. I lost the date. I don't even yeah. remember anymore. Between the June and July, he might have had like four or five vertigo spills. Scary. Throwing up oh. in control, uncontrollably, going to the hospital. Uh, we don't know what's going on. He never had it again after that point. And what are your children's names? I have a Costadino <laughs> and I have an Alexandro. So Margaret's very Greek and yeah. <laughs> I'm not Greek, but like I, I can't call her children like there's no English names for their children, which I love. Yeah, but I try it's to really like make sure. Costadino. That, you're good. Alejandro. No, no, not Alejandro. Well, how do I do it? Alexandro. Alexandro. It's very complicated. <laughs> and also the pressure of like having to get it right kind of trips me up more. No, you know. You'll get it. You'll I'll get, get it. Okay. Tri- there's tricks to it. I'll teach you. Sidebar: I love that you keep them super Greek and don't conform to america <laughs> oh my gosh well oh, really? you know what it is i'm like i'm i'm really big on this is your name and yes you know what even if somebody can't pronounce it that's totally fine because this will be your name yep you know there's something powerful that. about his name like that's his, where it comes from he has, his full name is actually like 30 letters what is it costadinos ioannis that's a first name those are the two first names yeah two first names well yeah first name middle name you know got it, got it. and then my other one alexander sadonios so it's like, like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. you know, they're not going to have to write that second one. I'm got it, got them got write it. the second one, but. Okay, so Costadinos yeah. saves your life. Yeah, totally, without a doubt. And he was my best friend. Like, I was so close to him and he. First son, first yeah, baby. first, first baby, baby, that's right. And when you say you went to the doctors, at this point, I know that you do all sorts of medicine, alternative healing, Eastern, Western, all of that. At this point, are you straight to Western? At this point, I had no idea. So you're just like straight to the oncologist? Yeah. Well, they set you up. The doctor, so when the radiologist say, I know somebody great here, go see this person. Or Mm -hmm. they give you a list and they email you. So when you're diagnosed, they immediately send you to the surgeon. Surgeon recommends, uh, has their team or group of people that they also recommend. So I can tell you within that week, all I had to do is really say, hey guys, I'm 28 years old. I was just diagnosed with cancer. We don't know what stage this is. I need to see somebody as soon as possible. And they got me in. And within a week's time... I literally saw 20 doctors Mm. because I went to go see the surgeon, the oncologist, and the plastic surgeon of each of the groups. But for me, none of what they told me made sense. I would leave there crying. I was actually within that week signed two papers that like I might lose my finger sensation if I do the chemotherapy and that like I'm signing off on like the okay for that. Mm -hmm. And then also sign up for two different treatment like to sit in the chair and to physically get treatment at two different hospitals. So I, ha- I had re- reservations, appointments <laughs> booked. <laughs> reservations? Yeah, I had reservations in a seat. <laughs> I had appointments booked. <laughs> I did that yesterday too. I was on the phone with somebody. I said reservations. That's stupid. Um, I had two appointments to, you know, get treatment at two different hospitals. Yeah. And when I didn't show up, nobody called. Did so, they ever call? No. No. That's interesting. No, it's is it? They're two different hospitals. It's not that interesting. It's all too common. Why would they call? I'm just one person. So why didn't you go? So a week after that, one doctor I love, I still love her, even though she's totally um, standard of care, like to, you know, a contemporary. What's the word? Contemporary, Western. Western. Yeah. Um, she was like, she's like, Margaret, you're not dying. 
you know, actually, she has a beautiful foundation now talking about, I think, preventative care. It's the Moore Foundation, Virginia Moore. Okay. Phenomenal. You'll send me that info. We'll drop yeah, it below, she's, too. She's, she's absolutely phenomenal. Just like, I think she was, like, 80 years old, but she was, like, an ox. Like, she, ah, mm. oh, but I trusted her every word, you know? She's mm-hmm. like, Margaret, you're not dying. Go to Greece. Okay. I was like, okay. Yeah, I like this piece of information. Yes. This piece of advice. So I did go to Greece, and I hid under many covers and told my husband to go to the beach because I didn't deserve it. And... He fought with me to get my butt up to, you know, to, to enjoy the sun and to enjoy the time. And it was so hard for me, too. It was like, yeah. it was like one of the, it was, it was so dark. I couldn't, like, look at Costadino because mm-hmm. I thought that he needed to be away from me mm-hmm. and, and, like, to lose his attachment with mm-hmm. me so that if he ever lost me, he wouldn't be hurt. Mm-hmm. This is what was going through my mind for, like, the longest time. I think it took me, like, two months to, like bring him in close again, like emotionally, you know, because I didn't want him to feel any sort of pain, like, like, leave mommy alone. You'll be fine with dad. Go run mm-hmm. around, mm-hmm. you know? And it wasn't even that I, I physically couldn't do it. It's that I didn't want that attachment, you know? So those are one of the, those are some of the things that like somebody in my position would think about, you know? Of course, any mother. But moving parent. back to like, long story short, it took me about like two and a half months to fig- to figure out what it is that I wanted to do. Right. But from diagnosis, I'll never forget. Like I initial, like when I was inst- when I was diagnosed, I instantly cut out sugar. Inst- like inst- if I say instantly, I mean we went to Gima that night, this restaurant. Mm-hmm. I ordered a watermelon salad, and I looked at the watermelon, and I was like, "No, you're garbage to me. Get away from me." And I know like that's not that's not like normal, right? Bread didn't touch because sugar. I said this is not good for me. And how do you feel about that now? Flash forward many years. Um, fruit, I love. Mm-hmm. I think fruit is fruit is essential. Certain fruits in moderation. Obviously, I don't like that word either. But certain fruits are very good. Like I love blueberries. Right, seasonal fruits. Obviously, like something that's you know within season and within reason. Right. So like not overabundance. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I'm still a firm believer in reduce the amount of sugar in your body. And when it comes to cancer. Yeah, when it comes to cancer, I think I think overall too. Right. We're looking at like whole food ingredients. Right. You're not pulling like. Yo, what are yohos, yuhus? What are these things? What are, <laughs> like not even American, a yuhu. <laughs> yeah, you like don't pull that stuff off the shelf, right? But if you're gonna go home and you're gonna make a brownie, right? Whatever ingredients you're putting in there, make sure you know what they are and that they're like a one ingredient thing. I'm yeah. like, I don't have a problem with that. You right. Know? Well, I guess like, yeah, you you threw me for a loop when you said like watermelon, because I mean yeah, you got like I make watermelon pops, right? And or use watermelon as a sweetener, right? That's beautiful, right? That's because mm-hmm. it's a whole food. But then right, nothing. I did. I literally ate. I know I'm a little extreme though like I, I I was very big on I'm gonna whatever I can do to stop this right now any I'm feelings do of it. like control anything I, I did like regardless of if it's like evidence-based or not like you're just ready to go no so I did so I immediately found out the type of cancer I had and, which was what um or? so estrogen progesterone positive mm-hmm. right it's a hormonal cancer and I was on Google like 24-7 we would do PubMed articles and like non-stop oh wild blueberries done eating my wild blueberries or like anything that linked a possible if it had a 10% chance yeah. but no evidence was done uh-huh. like cuz that's like their famous thing like not enough evidence to yeah. prove that it worked mm-hmm. i didn't care i did it i watched as my... long as it doesn't harm i would assume uh, yeah right. i mean some stuff too that i've learned could potent- said that it would harm right but i mean google said it would harm right but other things didn't Mm-hmm. And so, like, I physically watched the treatments that I did at home over the course of those two and a half months. I watched my tumor. I was able to, where it was stuck on me in, like, this knuckle shape, I was able to grab it and hold it out from my chest, if that makes sense. So from what do you think skin. that means? Something happened to it, right? Like, detaching from your body? What do you mean when you're able to, like, Yeah, like, it? in other words, it was obviously still inside my body, mm-hmm. right? But... Whereas before it was unmovable, like you would mm. go like this, you couldn't really move it. It was like this rock inside. Mm-hmm. I, that rock, I was able to grab it from the inside and mm. like and like pull it out of my skin, pull it off my skin. So you get this kind of di- weird. You get this diagnosis. You are thrown into treatment options that they give you, which include chemotherapy and standard. They call standard, it the standard of care. treatment care, right? Yeah. You do any of it or none of it? No. None. None. None of it. Okay. And you take matters into your own hands and start doing alternative forms I instantly of started, you know, I, I kind of, like, what everybody does, like, what did I do wrong? Like, why did I deserve this? I was the younger, youngest person in my family to be diagnosed with anything like that. I definitely felt bad for myself. But I didn't, I didn't say, like, your fault, this, you know. I was like, okay, this is inside my body. I got to figure it out. I found myself, like, living inside my kitchen 
if that makes sense, living inside my kitchen and just like looking around because I was afraid to leave it because I knew that the answers were there. You felt strongly that they were there. Like intuitive, you were like, there is healing power in food. Is that what that means when you say kitchen? Yeah, in in whatever you're ingesting, I feel Mm -hmm. like is something that'll help your body heal. Mm -hmm. I mean, that for me, that just made sense. Whatever, whatever anybody else was telling me in terms of percentages and what harm that would do to my body and like how I might not be able to feel my fingers and yeah, but you know, that might not happen. Don't worry. For me, that wasn't, that wasn't, I wasn't taking it. Mm -hmm. Plus I had witnessed my father-in-law go through hell and my husband had witnessed my father-in-law go through hell. A lot of, I got to tell you, a lot of what I learned and a lot of what I did, I could attribute to my husband because he stood next to his father and he watched him go through all that. Two weeks before my diagnosis, I watched a documentary about how the ketogenic diet affects or helps symptom, uh, symptoms of children with autism. Mm-hmm. And I had started a keto diet prior to, like a real keto diet, not like, you know, tons of bacon and cheese, right? Mm-hmm. So like like whole food keto. Right. And then I went full force as soon as I was diagnosed. So it was like sort of segueing. There were so many things that led to that point. It's not even... And at what point did you navigate back towards traditional medicine? So, I mean, to to be honest, right now is the only time I'm really... Oh, this is... is the only time that... Like traditional medicine? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... And I can, but you I can were explain. able to take yourself into remission with yeah. So that's how did what what what's yeah. the timeline of that? So about two and a half. I want to say like October fifth of two thousand eighteen. I went to go to a diagnostic radiologist, somebody who does like on the spot diagnosing things. So he checked the tumor and he goes, "Yeah, your tumor is not really active. It's there. See it. It's not really active." And they determine that through blood vessels and all that stuff. And he goes to me. I'll never forget. He goes. I was like, so what does this mean? You know, and at that point, I mean, I was doing, am I, should I say it? Did I say what stuff I was doing? I think you've already said stuff that you're doing, but yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like uh, frankincense oils, um, like ingesting clove oils, ingesting. Okay, when you say like, should I say it? Is it, yeah, to no, be clear, it's that's just, not it's you just, endorsing anybody yeah, else doing no, that? Yeah, exactly. Guys, like this is, this is somebody in a, in a situation. Did I think that this was going to save my life? If you believe it, it will, but definitely see a doctor first. Right, right, I'm right. not a doctor. Right. This is like, this is like a girl thinking that she was dying. Right. There's going to be that group of people that are going to roll their eyes and they're going to say, this is silly. I, I still see it today. As it stands right now in this conversation, 27 minutes in, we haven't gotten to, to any the, the meat yet. Yeah. So if they're still listening, I hope you're still listening. And if yeah. you're rolling your eyes, you know, you don't know what it's like till till you get there. Yeah. And, you know, my, my goal in speaking to you is really much more about your spirit with dealing with cancer as well as empowering people to think beyond the box yeah that doesn't necessarily mean abandon western medicine i mean i'm a firm i'm a firm 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 believer in integrative like there there's there's medicine out there for a reason Mm -hmm. there's big time and you're there right now in in your yeah in your journey but we'll we'll get back there um so just to kind of put a pin here that this you know is meant to really be a conversation that sparks curiosity shows you what other people go through isn't obviously not medical advice go on thank you (laughs) trinity school of natural health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education that empowers communities trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career enroll today at trinityschool.org that's trinityschool.org hey this is jody sweeten from the podcast how rude tanneritos as a nostalgic voice from your past i'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024 you deserve to get away it's time for a vacation no matter when you're hearing this and let me tell you how you'll get there the 2024 hyundai santa fe want to bring the family to the mountains with the santa fe's available h-track all-wheel drive well It's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great tasting all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to symbiotica.com. That's C Y M B I O T I K A dot like so having said that yeah having said that um, no dive into everything i want to say there's there's a baking soda treatment that people um that i mean there's a facility somebody some guy went to jail for it but there's a facility that they did baking soda that was they literally injected baking soda into the blood i didn't do that but every morning every night i would do baking soda super high fats even fat pills like mct pills stuff like that ingesting clove oil frankincense oil i would do the castor oil packs i would do enemas at that time within those two and a half months, I was still seeing all of these different doctors for opinions. Mm-hmm. And all of my friends were calling me like, Margaret, you need to make up your mind. But I never once swayed from taking care of my body and trying all of these new treatments. So I would eat the mushrooms and I would do like, my diet was strictly like maybe five heads of broccoli a day, ox- super high oxidant food, like um, like black radish and all that stuff. But like there was nothing else in my diet. I only I snacked on almonds and cashews and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like there was nothing else and matcha all day, every day, mm-hmm. like all day long, chlorophyll matcha in like a two liter water bottle. And I would just down it all day long. By the time I saw that diagnostic radiologist, what they said was, I don't know what you're doing, but you're slowing down. You're essentially slowing down whatever is growing inside of you, whatever you think is growing inside of you. And I was like, and, and the next day I was scheduled to do my first shot so that I would be able, like my first Lupron shot. I don't know if you heard of Lupron. It? it puts you into menopause because okay. it's an estrogen, right? So I needed to be put into menopause because that would slow it down. That's the only Western treatment that I did. Okay. So I got a shot to put myself into menopause to slow down the progression of my uh-huh. estrogen or, you know, the buildup of estrogen. He hands me a card and he goes, we've found better ways. That's literally what he told me. And I, I looked at my husband and I was like, okay, I think this is it. And like the next week we made an appointment with this doctor that he recommended and I was on the path. I knew what made sense to me. Um, I did stuff like mistletoe. What's um, that? I only know mistletoe for well, kissing mistletoe, under the called, mistletoe. It's, it, in its medical form, it's viscum. Uh-huh. Um, or, yeah, the medical term is viscum. And then they inject viscum um, into the body. And it's known to cure cancer. Okay. Stuff like DMSO. Have you heard of DMSO? No, I DMSO. Um, I think I, DMSO still confuses me. It makes people smell like crap. Mm-hmm. But... I, what I think is derivative, like a like garlic, and what it does is it opens up the cells in the body to absorb whatever's going in next. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so I would do high dose vitamin C, mistletoe, visc- uh, the viscum, and 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 more like alpha lipoic acid, like a lot of the. But like when I talk high doses, I'm saying like there's not, not like you know you get a hangover and you call those IV docs to come to your house. Like no, this is like maybe at least ten times more mm-hmm. than that. Okay. Continue with Lupron, yeah. you know, to put me into menopause. Yeah. Continue on this treatment shortly after everything was in normal ranges and I was in remission. You were in remission? Yeah. So how soon after? 11 months. So your months. initial fight was 11 months. You're in remission. The tumor's still there because you didn't get it removed? Oh my gosh. I didn't even tell you that story. I mean, there's so much. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the tumor? So I didn't even do traditional mastectomies. I didn't, I, I refused it because I believe, regardless of what anybody tells me, that if you cut or if you poke, at that point I had like 20 biopsies. No, I'm lying, like six biopsies. If you poke at cancer, it spreads. Like this is just my my thing. And I can, I can tell you how I've been lied to by so many physicians who are 100% certain, but 0% certain mm-hmm. about whether or not this is true. Okay. So you mean not necessarily they lied, but to the best of their ability, they tell the truth. Which yeah, you think but I mean, that's not something that you tell me that I'm no. wrong about. Like, you can't say you're wrong. Right. Because you're not right. Right. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you you avoid biopsies. So I, do, I, I try to avoid biopsies. Um, of course, life or death, like the gentleman who called me yesterday says that this whatever he has is pressing on some of his organs. I was like, listen, I was like, you're talking about the ability to breathe. You're talking about mm. this affecting your lungs. You may need to either like, what's the fastest thing that you can do to get your body back in optimal health? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was a different conversation, but so maybe a bi- like he needed but that. But I think I'm glad that you shared that because again, in this episode and our listeners, it's 
you have to make the best medical choices for you if you are in a situation where you need a biopsy. Yeah. Like Margaret saying this to me. Look, I, I had know. six. And but you saying this to me, like if I if I got a cancer diagnosis tomorrow, knock on wood, obviously. Oh my gosh. I know, I but I'm saying like, but like, and they said you need a biopsy. I'm. 99.9% still going to get the biopsy yeah. because yep yep but don't like there's so many things that you walk in knowing that there's a but ask questions to it, right but ask, ask questions, questions and then if you need to do it you do it right and you and, know and, right find the doctor that will answer your questions i think that's my biggest thing and right and 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 if if somebody who laughs at you and and brushes you off that person's not for you mm-hmm. and and in medical care you know my husband's a doctor most people know that i truly believe that you need to have a relationship where you can ask questions and then whatever that answer is you go home and you still have homework to do your yeah. doctor is oh not bible you know and that doesn't you know maybe you go on duck duck go and you you're looking for some information PubMed that's not is a good one too well PubMed's real i mean it's real r- that's, that's real sorry but okay get if what you're i'm saying. looking at if yeah. i'm like if i'm like i forget what it was what, what it was it's like what did oh dim mm-hmm. have you heard of uh-huh. dim okay, i know it cool. for melasma though yeah well dim is dim well I mean, that might be like an estrogen issue right okay cool dim is a estrogen regulating i don't know what it is but yes. pill yeah. whatever dim is uh wait di- dimethyl it's a, it's a name it's a long one it's a long one but what that is is the chemical found inside of cruciferous vegetables right that allow you so when somebody says eat your freaking broccoli you eat your freaking broccoli <laughs> okay um so and all the, it's like eating 10 heads of broccoli in one pill. Right. Right, because it's pulling out that thing that regulates your hormones. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's another thing I put myself on immediately, like super high dose one. I think my, my okay, this is, again, not a doctor. <laughs> if, you could do, if you could do anything, if you're having any issues with like your hormones, I'd highly recommend like a nice, a, a dim. And I've never seen anybody that had any adverse refe- effects or anything. It's, it's, it's a, right. it's broccoli. Right. Or, or you know what? You just eat a lot of broccoli. Right. Every day, broccoli. You, want, you could either toot all day or take a supplement of dip. No, no. see, Do you're it. not going to toot. No, I'm saying if you eat the broccoli. No. No. If you eat 10 heads of broccoli. No, you will not. You'll toot for two weeks. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to goodness. And then your body can, can regulate. Because why are you tooting? You're tooting because. No, I actually eat vegetables all the time idea. and I'm not tooty. Exactly. I'm not but a tooty. But you don't toot because when you toot, it's because you're <laughs> I love not that saying clean. Toot, I like this word too. I don't think I'm going to use it from now on. Okay. Because you're not clean. Because yeah, your yeah. insides, because you're, you're the, whatever fermenting. the broccoli is, it's fermenting and it's mm-hmm. and, but, and it's killing all that stuff inside to be releasing. Right? As soon as you're done, if I tell. You, I didn't guessing. toot for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think those eleven months. I didn't toot or burp 11 for eleven months. months. Yep, yep, yep. No, because I was sense. so clean. Right, there was nothing to ferment within. No, it makes so much sense to me because I eat more vegetables than most people. Even when I was like fully vegan back in the day. Well, yeah, that was kind of a different story, but anyway, yeah, not not gassy. So I think that you're right. It's, Thanks it's for calling line. out that myth. Yeah, it's it's I, 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 myth or not, this didn't happen to me. I don't believe it. Let us know your tootie thoughts below. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you get into remission. Yeah, I get into remission. Um, but prior to that, I did like I didn't believe in the biopsies, right? Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to do a normal mastectomy. I found a doctor here on Long Island. He was the only one who did it, and it was a laser ablation. Mm. Right now, he's no longer doing it. Because uh, he's like 90 years old and he operated on me at like 85 Right, and it was in his office, regular anesthesia, 30 minute procedure, 30 minutes later, I walked out of his office. So what happened to two days later? They were gone. Both of them. Hmm. Two days later, I threw a birthday party with over 50 people in my house for my son. I had drains in for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And I had zero pain. And why did you choose to do that versus? So two reasons. Number one is because laser ablation didn't cut through cells, right? Imagine a paper cut, right? When you get a paper cut, why does it hurt so bad? It hurts so bad because you're slicing directly through the cell, right? And that those cells are not going to heal themselves. It'll it takes time for them to fall off, come anew, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, and. Instead, it sucked up the cells. So in the event that he cut through any type of cancer that was close to my skin it would be sucked up. It would be a, like lasered, a bla- mm-hmm. you know, versus the possibility of them spreading. Interesting. For me, that made common, total sense. Yeah. Another thing was complete, like no pain at all. If I tell you I spent no time in the hospital, he gave me a Tylenol prior to treatment, just in case I was in a little bit of pain, didn't take any Tylenol after that. Took care of my wounds at home and was gone. Do you know that people spend t- three days in a hospital after a mastectomy, bilateral mastectomy? Really? Yeah. Because of like how debilitating how, yeah, it is? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I just find, but none of what I did was covered under insurance. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a story for another conversation, but I think that like, this, it's, it's really, really, really discouraging.
Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. T-I-K-A dot com. So what happens next here? You're in remission. That's not the end of your story. Okay, I was in remission. And then um, I was still doing treatment, right? Once a week instead of like every other day kind of thing. Once a week I would go in. So when you're in remission, you still have to go for treatment? You have to understand, there's a reason why somebody gets cancer. There's a reason. Whether it's environmental, something outside of your body, or the environment that exists within your body. And that needs to be taken care of. So when you say go in for treatment, what does your yeah, treatment look like, like at that point? I would do like the viscum and like, yeah, that stuff. Your treatment. Yes, Not my, my at, standard. My, my standard. My, for what I wanted for myself. In New York, though. Yes, this was still in New York, yeah. Okay. And then about a year went by, and I really wanted another baby. And I kind of did it to myself, but we are never going to speak about what my decision as being something that I regret because I do what not. What do you mean you did, it, you did what to yourself? Like, in other words, I wanted the baby. I was, I, I, I always, I did wanted someone like someone tell kids. you not to have the baby? No, my doctor said it was okay. He's like, I think you're ready to have a baby. Should I have? Why? If you're told you're in remission, what, what am I missing as somebody who's never been there? Because maybe, maybe it wasn't necessarily something that, like, I needed to pay more attention to my body. Is it because specifically pregnancy, estrogen? Yes, like, exactly that. Exactly that. So, and at that and point, breast cancer, I didn't, them? yeah, exactly. Like, if somebody had a different type of cancer and they were in remission, no, or so you it depends. The if same? it's a hormonal cancer, it's, it's right. It, right. They strictly advise, right? Okay. So, and when regardless, you say, okay. um, when you're pregnant, the human growth hormone elevates, right? Mm-hmm. You're growing a human. Um, and so, that alone, this is like the worst way to put it, but like a baby's a tumor growing inside of you, right? A bundle of cells, essentially, yeah. is what she, what yeah. you mean by that. I mean, and the yes. cells multiply, divide. Da, exactly. Da, 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 Thank da. you. You're just a doctor, doctor wife. <laughs> yeah. And then, so what? What? What happens is, even though I didn't have any cancer that was detected, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you there don't have no circulating tumors. Okay. Or, or yeah, circulating cancer tumors. Okay. Like, you know, in the blood. Sure. And then two months later, after getting pregnant, I couldn't walk. Okay, so you're two months pregnant, and you can't walk. Yeah. And no, it's not me. It's sciatica. <laughs> I, yeah, I was an ox. Is this a Greek thing? I don't know. It's a me thing for yeah, sure. I mean, now I know a couple of Greeks because I know you, your sister, yeah. and Irene, our other friend. Uh, My cousin, yeah. Margaret's cousin. And you are the oxiest of them all. Yeah. You got a diagnosis again and you said no? I didn't get a diagnosis. No, you just- I, I just said no. Mm-hmm. This is not I'm not this is not cancer. And this why is- did you believe that that was cancer? Like why not being able to walk? What you sciatica? I had the same pain, so like I can you guys can't see me, but I'm pointing to my spot, like the yeah. lower part of my mm-hmm. pelvis, um, and the shooting pain down my leg. And but you all had of that this- before? Or no, nope, never had it. 
And I was like, and, and every, everybody, mm-hmm. this is why I like leave your pregnant women alone, take care of them. You never know what's going on inside their body. It's so true, but like- What do you I, mean leave them alone and take care of them? what they, like, like leave them alone in terms of like, don't, don't bother them, don't blame- Got it. You, you know what I'm saying? Like take care of them, treat them- warm, Nurture them. Yeah, nurture them. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is because so many people left me on the couch crying. And you liked that or didn't? No, crying in pain. And what it was would you like, have well, them to do? oh, my pregnancy, mine was just like that. You're so lucky you didn't get that the first time. Mm. Oh, you wanted another baby. Well, there you go. Oh, yeah, people say fun things in pregnancy. And so, I mean, and this is, people just say fun things all the time. All the time. It's just like pregnancy is such a delicate and fragile time period mm. that you really never know because there's so many people that are also diagnosed during that time period. Because of the hormonal. Yeah. That, right, that makes sense. And you never really know. It's you, People need to look out for those cues and, and don't say, so like, don't So what would you wish somebody would have said to you instead i don't know like margaret we should go check this out i couldn't i couldn't sleep in my own bed because my bed was hard i had to sleep on the couch i slept on my i slept on my couch for like six months would you wish somebody would have said margaret we need to go check your blood work i would have told them no they're wrong blood work blood work anyways your human growth hormones elevated everything is elevated so truly what what would have been it it looks like cancer on a on a blood works but i was just like no so really how could somebody have cared for you differently maybe just not say those things especially because I was in this position. And then when it got to the time where it got to the time where like I found out what was going on, I was in the hospital. So how'd you find out? Pain was so bad. My blood, blood, my heart rate was up to like 130, 140 standard for like two weeks. Right. You can't take anything when you're pregnant pretty much. Can't take anything. I wouldn't take anything anyway. Right. And I kept reading about this is, this is what happens when somebody dies. What happens? Their heart rate. Goes up? Yeah. Like in, some, in my position, your body's fighting. My body's fighting. My body mm-hmm. was, I was, I was thirty pounds less than what I am now. Pregnant, six months pregnant. I had done oh prior to too. I, I had noticed some tumors were growing, and this is when I kind of like okay, fine. I, this is cancer. It's coming back, and I found a doctor to remove them, and she removed under my armpit. I caught COVID at the same time, and I had a hole. She refused to see me, and I got MRSA. Oh, in the this hospital. is just the perfect. Yeah, at like five and a half months. So pregnant. when you got those tumors removed, did you do? They th- came back. Yeah, of but- course they biopsy them. Okay. They biop- they always, they biopsy. It came back fine. And I was like, okay. Started some type of like vitamin C treatment. Keep in mind though too, you can't do anything when you're pregnant because... Right. You can't, can you go on antibiotics? No. No. Well, regardless. Well, be- MRSA though is well, well, quite serious. For, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And she didn't even want to see me. MRSA is an infectious, believe, yeah. um, infect- infectious disease. Where yeah. your body sort of eats itself. Yeah. My brother had it and almost died. Yeah. I think anyone with MRSA actually is close to I had a hole like the size of a quarter in my armpit. What do you mean she wouldn't see you though? Because I had COVID. For three weeks, I was treating an MRSA hole. <laughs> I'm like, when I couldn't walk, doing the opposite. While of I was pregnant, and she's like, "No, you can't come in." I'm like, "How do you do this?" I swear. Oh my. So God. I'm saying that, and I couldn't. Like, I it was bad. It was just. And you're six months pregnant. Yeah, I'm six months pregnant. Skin and bones. Pain. So, are you seeing an OBGYN at this point? No doctor would take me because I was high risk. What does it feel like to have no doctor take you? And it what was fueled your... the fire. I'm a difficult person too. Like I'm not, it's not like. I think like, we've learned that through this yeah, episode already. <laughs> I know. It's not like. Um, well, no, you have um, demands and expectations and like they have to all be met for you to. It has to just tango. make sense. And I, I, at that point, like, for example, I finally found a doctor that was able to help me. And the head of the high risk hospital comes in to the room while they're looking at the baby saying, oh, you're Margaret. Yeah. He goes, you know, we weren't even going to take you. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? You know what? And I'm laughing because, I mean, my general personality is like, until I think about like, oh, my God, this guy just told me he was (laughs) going to take me as a patient. And he's like, oh, because we want to make sure that whatever patient we get, they'll listen to us. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that's not fair. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. The head of the high risk department, and he's a great guy. Like I met him after. Like I, I he's a, he's a, you know, sure upfront guy. guy. Helped me out. These people saved my baby. Took care of me. Like there's, I got no, there's no problems. But what is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Well, high risk essentially just means we're gonna do whatever we have to do. I had to sign paperwork to yeah. say because I had to get. I, I was dying, easily. The OBGYN that I finally was able to work with at the end which i mean i think she lives nearby Hmm. it's crazy yeah she told me she's like i don't think you're gonna make it to birth to give birth you don't make it three months so i had to give birth early i was essentially scheduled to give birth they we had all agreed because they meet together at 35 weeks Mm -hmm. at 28 weeks i was in and out of the hospital because 
my heart rate because the pain and then I started getting radiating pains in my head. I was I was a goner. Chest pains like and like pregnancy's hard enough. So they put you into labor? But I had a C-section the first time. Oh, okay. So C-section again. Yeah, so I had the C-section again and they removed my ovaries at the same time. So at how many weeks pregnant? How Third, premature was it? I was it? 30, 30 weeks. Okay. And so it wasn't the baby is premature? Yeah, 3 3.3 pounds. 3 pounds? Yeah. You, you, you were see not him eating now, a right? lot. It's crazy, right? Oh, he's adorable. I mean, he's he's No, the star I was of the eating. Show. I I was losing like No, like, right. Yeah. I'm saying 3 pounds. So how long was he in the hospital for? A month and a half. And, and the only way that oh they made that decision to do that is if I signed paperwork saying that I was going to go straight into treatment immediately after. So Otherwise, they refused treatment. Treatment of their type of treatment. Didn't matter. Treatment. Okay. Thank goodness. Because you couldn't do anything while you were pregnant. No, because they were refusing to let me give birth unless I would do treatment while pregnant. And mm-hmm. I said, I'm not doing that. So it's either I'm going to die mm-hmm. or we have this baby. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the risk. I know. And this is hit. Like, I think he's going to be okay. Let's mm-hmm. make it a, a good time where we know he's going to be safe because it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, people do. Like, I have a friend who gave birth at 25 weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was an accident, but like, it happens. Yeah. So we made sure, like, we had, were hoping for 35 weeks. And... I didn't want to do treatment. And so I had to sign off that I was going to do immediately after. And that was the only way that they were going to allow me to give birth. Okay. Gave birth to him. And I would go to treatment in the morning all day. So it'd be like six right hours. Right out of postpartum. Sitting, right out. Right. Um, and then like six hours in treatment. Again, my, my treatment at that time now we're including, it's integrative, right? This is a big deal. We're not, you know, doing straight up vitamin C. We're, do, we're adding the drugs. To okay. these treatments, so at this point you recognize the severity, drugs. yeah, and you're yeah. like, we need to, yeah, yeah. Um, you say it was standard drugs or not standard? It was, drugs? it was, it was standard drugs, but mm-hmm. also, but but provided in a different way, like it's not standard way, different administration. Yes, perfect. Okay, so yeah. we're talking about chemotherapy type yeah. drugs, but yeah. you are not just like going to the chemo chair and that's it. You're doing yeah. a lot of things. I assume yeah. to like flush it out after yes, that sort of exactly. Thing. Yeah, like okay. lots of detoxing, lots of like picking up the immune system afterwards, lots of like like you know like supportive reverse. care with. Yes, it. exactly. Okay. So I would do that all day, and then I would live my way over to the hospital at night and spend like two hours and then at that time we didn't know if I had cancer in my brain so my husband oh, didn't let me that's drive no information why did you think your brain it was everywhere so it spread everywhere at that point it was stage four it was everywhere so when people say stage four it means it's spread it's, everywhere it's spread, or so it's spread? stage four is any organ outside of the original host so anywhere outside of my breasts and like an immediate lymph nodes okay yeah if it's if it's lymph nodes it moves on to stage two or three depending on how many how big how whatever mm-hmm. and then if anywhere else in your body bones liver lungs okay. so now you're like okay serious stuff need to get the yeah. big dogs in but i'm gonna do this in a way that makes me feel comfortable yeah and absolutely educated yeah and, okay got it so then what happens as soon have as... you been fighting from then till this day yeah you haven't you there's been no remission since this moment no and once you're stage four can you go back so scientifically no there's no such thing as like reversing stage four. Like you don't go, you know, especially in standard of care, there's there's certain, there's rare forms of um, no evidence of disease, but that doesn't mean now that you're cured, right? That doesn't mean now that you don't have cancer living inside your body anymore. What this is saying is that you didn't have any uptake on your scan. It's, could you're clear, but your body's probably, especially at this point, more susceptible to pick it up again fast. Okay. You know, and at that point, there's like a bunch of other like um, resistance to drugs and stuff like that. So it gets a little bit trickier as you progress. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've been doing this for a while. So since your October 2020. So your care right now looks like what? So I did that until until my son was out of the hospital. I called. I, I didn't feel like I was really taken care of at the house at the facility that I was going to for treatment. And then I constantly was told of this one amazing facility in Arizona mm-hmm. that is in integrative. Again, remember, I'm like, at this point, I'm like, okay, I need the drugs. Mm-hmm. And I have a friend, I had a friend in Arizona who was like, come on down. Within a week I, of my son being out, I took the whole family for a month to Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, it was around Christmas time, so I celebrated Christmas in Arizona in 2020 and New Year's 2020, uh, 2021. I think you're the only person that is going through all of that and still can celebrate. Oh my gosh. I tried really, really hard to celebrate everything. We went to Sedona actually for Christmas. It was really pretty. Oh, so nice. So I been on that treatment up until recently. And actually I'm really hesitant to pull away from that treatment because I'm pretty much all clear. I mean, knock on wood, I'm pretty much, and it's really rare that you see somebody, I had it everywhere. I mean, I can't, I can't even begin. You couldn't count the amount of tumors that I had. 
liver, I couldn't lift my arms because of the my bones, in my ribs, in my chest cavity. The only place, I mean, thankfully, my lungs and my brain didn't have, but my liver was full. Yeah, I was like a Dalmatian. And it I only have in my pelvis right now. I have like two spots left in my pelvis. So is your current treatment to keep going back to Arizona? I know there's, there's I a would lot of... love for that to happen. It makes, but life makes it a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, I would go every two weeks or two or three weeks. It's not covered by insurance. You've raised a lot of money on your GoFundMe. Oh, my God. Like, Some angels on there. There's, it's, you have no idea. And people are still donating. And I'm like, guys, like, like I'm, I'm right. I'm living. We're, we're okay. I can work now. Like, at, at the beginning, it was like, right. couldn't do anything. It was in the middle of COVID. You don't strike Brand me as somebody business. comfortable taking mind, money. Mind you, this whole time, business is running. Right. I was, I was working. I'll show you. Yeah. you check out my Instagram and the business Instagram. And like, there's, we're, we're working yeah, I mean, the whole time. Back and forth to Arizona. And I come back and I'm working. Me and Margaret are both cancers, the sign. But we are so different. Oh, my God. Like, that happens to me. It's like, Evan, take the wheel. I'm going to be under the covers for the foreseeable future. And then depression hits. And I'm like, okay, then I got to figure it out. But yeah. anyway, you. I was definitely under the covers. Don't even. Like, I'm not going to front that. Like, it was a solid two weeks I was under the covers when I was first diagnosed. For my second diagnosis, I had no choice. Right. I thought I was going to die going into operating room. So looking back, considering you're still dealing with all this, would you have made any changes to the way you've approached your care? No. I am more wise, mm-hmm. more patient, more aware of mm-hmm. my body. Does your family who love you and, you know, we live in America where we are mostly, you know, a specific type of quote unquote health care, like, do they get frustrated with your approaches, which are Some of them do, the ones that are not close to me that don't understand. And that's the thing. People who don't understand will will essentially get mad. Right. Because they love you. Yeah, they love love me. Why don't you just do the regular stuff? Why do you got to go do this? I have an aunt still to this day. I love her to death, Rosie. Mm -hmm. She like yells at me. I understand that. And she's like, I well, like why don't they just give, why don't they just give you the hard drugs? Why I don't am. they just give you like just knock that shit out? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, that first of all, they can't knock that shit out. It, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, like I know that that's something that we all wish would happen, but not only would that knock that well might yeah. knock that out, but it will knock me out. Right. And in the position that I was in, there was no way in hell I was going to do a regular treatment. Mm-hmm. No way. What do you mean by the position you were in? Like, I, I was ready to go. There was no way that I was going to do something harsh on my body. Mm-hmm. I like, I, again, I, I feel like people are brought here. And again, people are, might get mad at me and, and, and oh. feel like, yeah, yeah like there's, a part, there's an element that, that people are like, you're selfish. How could you do this? Why did you choose this? You had a son. Why, like, why, why you, you weren't satisfied with one. And you know what? People need to live their lives, mm-hmm. learn, and walk away. Like, mm-hmm. and, and from that, we grow. I can tell you right now, my two-year-old is the best. Oh, my God. I can cry right now because, like, I was given so much fortune. And I swear, more than anything, I've given back equally as much. Mm-hmm. So for anybody in a position who, like mine, I would never advise them to take my path. I would only advise them to ask questions and to, mm-hmm. to search for answers and to feel comfortable with whatever they're doing because more than ever do I believe that if you're confident in the position that you're taking, you'll live. If you put it in your head, you're going to be around tomorrow. You're going to be freaking around tomorrow. That's it. That's mm-hmm. that's the rule. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, I can't take any of that back. And you talk about people who I'm mad at myself because I had to go through this in order to become the person that I am now. Mm-hmm. I'm envious of people who don't have to go through what I go through, but and but take those preventative measures and take care of themselves without having to go through that sacrifice, who learn from my experience and do that, who tell me that I'm an inspiration. I envy them mm-hmm. because they're smarter than me. Mm-hmm. They're better than me. People who say that they've changed their life because of a circumstance or a thing, in my ca- I don't look at myself as a hero, as a savior, as somebody who should be of any of influence. It's a circumstance, and I got to live. Right. And now I'm taking that time to live, to talk to people, to inspire people, to make them happy, to make them not afraid, to make them not hide under the covers. Mm-hmm. I should have been. I should have died two years ago. There's no question. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. And I know, like, when somebody's first diagnosed or something, you you immediately go to, will I be around for my child's graduation? Mm-hmm. Will I see them get married? Well, you know what? You, maybe not. But you got now. Just keep going. Just keep going. Battle through. Find your answers. Be comfortable with yourself. I love the passion that's obviously coming through. And I think it's a good, like, tie this conversation in a bow, which is, like, if you're put in a shitty circumstance, health, marital, 
anything, you know, trauma in any way, like it's your call how you're going to go about battling that. And it's only you who has a deep knowing of how it, it should be done for you. And it's hard because it's noisy and there's people that aren't going to understand. There are people that are going to yell at you. But ultimately, you know, these choices are are your choices. And I watch Margaret every single day inspire people, children, of course, all over. Oh, my goodness. But you also host breast cancer events at your um, yeah. at your store that I've been to, and you have women that talk about different paths of treatment, right? And it's just about, for me at least, like more education, more power, more community, more supporting each other through these different paths. And you know, that's really just kind of all all it's res- about and for me. Definitely respecting those different paths too. Yeah. Never turn away. So if somebody says that this is the only way. I'm a firm believer that that's never the case. And I mean, you were denied by doctors. You know, that's not something that most of our listeners have ever had to deal with before. Most people comply with whatever their doctor is. I think being denied also shows that like you had to go to multiple different practitioners. So just like when you go on dates and that guy isn't the right guy with your healthcare provider might not be the right guy or partner for you. So search around, ask questions, don't give up. You know, you have to go searching sometimes for the right puzzle piece for you and it's not even like a wikipedia like it don't don't settle for that first answer right that's what i'm saying that it's first a, an, like you google that first answer at one thousand percent i'm telling you there's read scroll to the bottom and say that there's no evidence for it so hopefully we're gonna have you back on when you're in remission oh you know it yes yeah you're feeling good that'd about be it cool. that'd be cool that no evidence of disease is like... A, so you can go into remission after stage four, right? No evidence yeah, of... Do they call it remission? Terms are so funny. I don't right. know if they call it remission, but it might be like a no evidence of disease. Yeah. I know like I people in the facility in Arizona, I know people like that six years, no evidence. Right. Like just imagine you go from somebody where like you're almost dead in a position where nobody can help you. And then that six years. Incredible. Yeah. All right, well, Margaret, thank you for living your truthiest life. Thank you for sharing it with us so bravely. Thank you for letting me just talk. <laughs> oh, my God. We're here to listen to everything you have to say at, at all times. And I've connected, Margaret, by the way, with people who I know who are fighting or survivors. And everybody's like, wow, that woman is a force. So I hope anybody listening that has somebody uh, going through something, you know, can connect with Margaret or connect with this podcast to at least hear the strength and get some some of that. Soak it up from you. I think that's what people yeah, do. That'd be awesome. Thanks, really Margaret. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.